Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Showtime. Welcome in. It's the PHNX Cardinals podcast, your premier Arizona Cardinal podcast. Like and subscribe. Look at this. It's Tank Tuesday with a couple of schlubby 30-year-olds. It's Bo Brock in <laughs> studio with his homemade bed MGMT. And I look like a sailor boy here you on do. season Tank Tuesday. <laughs> All aboard the prospect train or the prospect ship. And no captain, my captain, we've got a lot to talk about. First of all, we're like two weeks away from the start of training camp. Uh, the vibes are electric. And yeah. right now this team, they could use a little infusion of talent even before this season kicks off, Bullbrock. And uh, I think instead of, you know, diving into free agency, I think their sights are set more so on this season of college football and the premium picks that they have to spend. Yeah, I got 99 problems, but sleeves, they ain't one. It's, it's a Tank Tuesday. Sean cringes at the uh, at my Tank Tuesday Sean welcome. Sean may walk out. After yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I saw another uh, NFL mock draft uh, from Jordan, Day- Jordan Reed of ESPN.com. who's fantastic. Uh, but still, no creativity, no originality so far from all the mock drafters. They've got the Cardinals 1-2, and they've got them going Caleb Williams. They've got them going Marvin Harrison Jr., uh, as this podcast has, has done many times before. So we need to get beyond Caleb and Marvin Harrison Jr. We've got to look at the prospects because the odds very well, like in the, in the favor of the Arizona Cardinals to certainly land one or both of those prospects, but there is a, it's a stacked draft class. And as Cardinals fans, you need to get excited about a lot of these guys because it's, it's going to be part of the fun of the 2023 seasons. There's there, as far as winning games in, in the regular season, that's probably not going to be one of the fun elements of this upcoming season, but Maybe. embracing the tank and, 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 and doing it on tank Tuesdays, that's going to be part of the fun. Looking at some of these prospects, looking at the freaks of this draft class and who's going to be there uh, even outside of the Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison juniors of the world. Yeah. I mean, those two are all time. I, I feel comfortable saying this like Marvin Harrison, the pre-draft hype before the season for Marvin Harrison. I don't think it has an equal for a wide receiver, even, you know, Jamar chase, had he gone back, Bo to LSU and played another year. Probably something very similar, right? Marvin Harrison Jr., though, the trajectory, he is the quintessential 99.999% best prospect in this draft. And then, like, the 1B to him, oh, yeah, is this generational quarterback prospect that the Cardinals may have to consider in Caleb Williams. And then it's like, okay, educate us. Educate us, PHNX Cardinals. And I want to <laughs> be educated, too. But I, I'm going to call out my co-host here because he asked me, 
a question off air that I believe is not safe for work. If you if you're at work, mute <laughs> your ears here. He asked me if I if I could talk myself into a certain North Carolina quarterback. His name Drake May, but his new name on this show for me is Drake May be a bust because he's going to bust. Whoa, I don't think he's any clever. good. And that's some I, of your I best it. work right there. You think so? Cabin I, boy. Yeah. <laughs> Coin that right now. If I ever am in a position where number one, Cardinals don't have Kyler Murray, and number two, they're not drafting Caleb Williams, and I have to talk myself into ACC Drake May. I don't care how many touchdowns he threw against Wake Forest. Okay. I want to throw <laughs> up in my mouth all over my new tank top. I, we're not going to have that. Con- you may have that conversation with yourself on this show. I'm not going to yeah. go there. It looks like you got seasick on your ship out there. <laughs> you, you just vomited all over. You. Like, I get it. I mean, Mitchell Trubisky bust Sam Howell. We know nothing oh, about Sam Howell. People want to co- I saw a comp of Drake may say he could be, you know, Josh Allen, but that's the, that's the trendy pick. Everybody says here's the next Josh Allen, but do you know how hard it is to go become Josh Allen? You know, the prospect that he was, but then actually, harness the tools that he had and develop at the NFL level. Like it's few and far between. It just doesn't happen. It's tough to make that jump to when you have this skill set and then get it to translate at the NFL level and then kind of do it on the fly and take the necessary steps and and develop the way that Josh Allen did. But Drake may six, four, two twenty. I think that as far as his size, his athleticism, his ability to run the football, it's way better than the previous, you know, Carolina quarterbacks that that probably have scared you off from from May. Um, I don't know. Well, didn't I, he didn't he originally commit to Alabama? Then he decommitted, right? So I I knock him for the ACC. He was supposed to go play for Nick Saban, and then okay. he said no, and so people knocked him. I think his brother went to UNC and yeah, like, he played hoops. Plays, yeah, he plays pro basketball. So. I, I get it. You play for the home hometown university, but I don't know. Like, I like that. I, I actually like that. I respect well, that. I think that's taking on a challenge, you know, going to a basketball school and wanting to make a name for yourself instead of just going the easy way to BAM. I actually appreciate that. But, you know, for somebody, you can't deny it. I mean, you've seen some success from – you know, Carolina or the ACC name a school yeah. that had like a flash in the pan season or, or a prospect that that shined in that conference that that petered out at the NFL. Yeah. It didn't translate. Right. Uh, but, you know, I, I think the skill set's very real. I think you can you can talk yourself into it. Like, uh, I mean, talk about just bad uh, just words that we, in, in sentences and cliches and stuff and puns that we've thrown out there. Like, we're not going to forget about Drake, you know, or <laughs> forget about May. I'm going to forget about this show in two seconds. He's a left-hander. Last time the Cardinals took a lefty in the first round of quarterback. Isn't he lefty? I no. thought he was lefty. No. Okay, never mind. Forget that. Listen, it's you July. Know nothing. I don't, it's not March. I don't have to be on my draft game yet. That's why we're going to potentially have an NFL draft college football show throughout the course of the fall. That's to be announced at a later date. But, Bo, you put together a list. Can we look at the list? Yeah. I like the list that you put together. There are some names on here that I could certainly drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, of potential prospects for the Arizona Cardinals to look at in 2024. Just cancel the show at this point because <laughs> we got Kool-Aid McKinstry, uh, the, the Kool-Aid Q- man. CB1 of this, uh, of this class. And he might, you know, rise up this, this draft board here shortly. But yeah, you, I think you have to go with Drake may because when you, when you start looking out of the mock drafts, he is, you know, as high as two in most drafts, depending on if there's a quarterback hungry team or in most cases it's the Cardinals. So they've got them taking a quarterback 
one and Caleb Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. two. So Mays three. Uh, and, and look, you, you can't. There he is throwing with his right hand uh, in this picture. So we can't Shut confirm up. that. <laughs> Strong arm, you know. Got got all the the, the height. He's a top and, prospect because he can throw with both hands. But people are calling. You know, the the, the tall prototypical quarterback. You know, if if you get sick of hearing the Josh Allen comps, people say there's a Justin Herbert comp in there. And look, that's great company to keep. So you got to put him in the conversation, right? And then you've got Joe Alt. This is where it gets really interesting to me. Like you look at the top tackles in this draft and you're like, well, the, the Cardinals, they're, they're flush. They're, they've got a ton of tackles. They've got four tackles on their team right now, but they've got one guy that's controllable that, you know, they're going to move forward with Paris Johnson jr. I have no issue right off the bat, looking at number two legitimately on this top 10 list outside of Caleb Williams, Marvin Harrison, jr. Johnny and, and taking a solid look at the Notre Dame tackle and Joe Alt. Yeah, I have no issues with that. And and Notre Dame tapple, tackles typically have a really high floor, right? And they, they might be Joe Staley, they might be Mike McGlinchey, but they've got long and illustrious NFL careers. They're they're you know ta- boilerplate made for the NFL. I'm going to tell you a name you can you can scratch off this list right now. I'm turning in my tank if the Cardinals take Brock Bowers at any point. I, I don't care if Brock Why? Bowers has. 2,000 yards received. I'm sorry, a tight end for this franchise right now. First of all, we're all aboard the Trey McBride hype train. Don't I don't want to see Brock Bowers mocked at any point to the Arizona Cardinals. People are talking about the Cardinals being the worst team in the NFL, and they're going to take a tight end. No, we're not. We're not doing that. I won't allow it. I it's I'm, I'm going to put my foot down here, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to put my flag into the ground for uh, Jerzan Turner from the University of Illinois. I'm probably butchering his first name, but I watched plenty of Illinois games last year. That <laughs> defensive line, I, I'm serious. That defensive line was absolutely unbelievable. They they threw around Ohio State. They should have beaten Ohio State. Frankly, they were really tough and aggressive against Iowa. I mean, th- that's an offensive line in Iowa that pushes people around. Turner, second-team All-American, if you're thinking, oh, Illinois. Illinois just had a corner drafted in the top 10. Like, this Illinois program's for real. The enemy is just it's Wisconsin 2.0. And we remember, who who did he recruit that we're going to talk about here in a little bit? J.J. Watt to Wisconsin. So th- that's a kid that I, I have to talk myself into a defensive lineman of some kind at the top of this draft because the Cardinals position group is also not safe for work on the defensive line so bad. So I'm hopeful that Turner can continue to build on it. And we're talking to him uh, the same realm and the same categories of a certain defensive tackle for Georgia this year that the Cardinals unfortunately had to pass on. But Turner uh, really toots my horn. McKinstry, as we mentioned, Kool-Aid is either going to bust or he's going to yeah. be an all-pro. There's no in-between. You can't be named Kool-Aid and just have a mid-NFL career. You either have to be an all-pro or you're going to be a mega bust. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, the the tackle from Penn State is also the, uh, uh, the real deal Holyfield. Um, yeah. I, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name right now. I'm going to work on it. Trust me that I will work on it. For Shanu, go watch his tape last year. He was fantastic. And tackles from the Big Ten, I don't love you know certain positions from the Big Ten. Offensive linemen, you can never go wrong. Midwestern tackles, I, I'm with you, Bo. I think just like this year, you lean into the strength. What was the strength this year in the, in the top of the draft? Really quality tackle depth. And if that yeah. lends itself to next year, you got you got to consider using one on, on a tackle. Yeah, and, and one of the guys you didn't really hit on, and I also want to get into your your Brock Bowers slander, and I'm not just privy to him just because of, of 
his first name is Brock, but Jared oh, Verse, uh, the, you talked about going back to FSU and, and he's going to be the top edge in this draft. I mean, sign me up. I mean, I would love to see him play yeah. on the opposite side of uh, BJ Ujolari for years to come. And that, that's another, that's a premium position. So whatever they decide to do potentially with a pick ahead of where they'll be in position to get a guy like Jared Verse, I mean, realistically, are they going to be one, two, are they going to be one, three, two, three, two, four? Like, I think that they're going to have, you know, a top five pick, no doubt about about it and then maybe on a, a pick just on the outside looking into the top five and I think a guy like Jared Verse is is going to be right there in that in, unless he just completely goes crazy in his his final season with the Seminoles but look Brock Bowers I, I don't know how you scratch him off any list I mean he's what? such a playmaker we, I mean he went as a true freshman at Georgia, he was one of the best players on the field. Like you, I know you have Trey McBride, and I know it's not a premium position, but like I think he, he at 6'4", 230, You watch any game he plays, and he makes an impact. It's not like it's not taking Trey McBride out of the Mountain West. This guy's been kicking ass since he started for the Bulldogs. He is undeniable. I don't think that you could overlook him. I, I don't say that they take him. But, I mean, he has 20 touchdowns in two seasons at the tight end position. He's nearly gone over 1,000 yards. And he's had, you know, top-tier wide receiver talent on, that, on the field with him at Georgia the entire time. And he's the one that's getting the ball and making plays. I can't see. Is that Bo Brock or is that Steve Kime talking about taking Brock oh. Bowers with a top well, I'm 10 I'm dressed pick like right Steve now. Kime probably <laughs> you is. Are, you are. Listen, <laughs> to take Brock Bowers in the top 10, you take a tight end that high, you have to be basically saying to everybody, this guy's going to be a 3-5 to five top tied into the nfl well he that's what just, he is he is okay he, he already is or you yeah. he projects to be like he's going the, to be what do we talk about this whole it's like Bo took the offseason off they have to hit <laughs> doubles and triples and the occasional home run you can't just say you know what with one of the first picks in the ultra competitive rebuild with all these premium picks that we traded down we're going to take a tight end first of all trey mcbride this is going to be a moot point because trey mcbride's going to have a big year and everybody's going to say they don't need Brock Bowers we can hopefully by Christmas or Thanksgiving we can we can write that off of the draft list needy teams like come on now but I, I get it. he's 20 years old he's a phenom I don't discredit the talent but I just can't I'm comfortable passing on Brock Bowers if the 20% chance he turns into an all pro it's listen not gonna here, bother me listen here sailor boy like put down <laughs> stop stop like just binging Marvin Harrison Jr. highlights and, and put in a mix in a few Brock Bauer highlights and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about I, just, I, I watched saying? Georgia play I know I know what Brock Bowers looks like I know he can play football it's, it's a tight end this team needs everything and you're having him drafted he's tight more than a tight end and, and you know with the with the versatility, like what Drew Petzing's going to want to do, he can play. He could play the X. He could play the X. I guarantee it. You know, you know what you sound like? You sound like the Lions Stop. and the Atlanta Falcons. They're like, yeah, we took running backs in the top five, but they're more than running backs. They're offensive weapons, right? They they can do everything. They can catch passes, right? They can block in, you know, the the shotgun. We we've got a, a bunch of different dimensions for them in our offense. No, we have a tight end. His name is Trey McBride. Plus, they're paying Zach Ertz like twelve million dollars. Can we just he's gonna be gone after this year? I mean, it's very it's it's likely, it's almost like a 95 to 100 percent chance that Zach Ertz is gonna play his final season with the Arizona Cardinals unless he comes back on on a more you know reasonable deal than what he's he's locked into right now. I mean, he's part of the easy cuts that gets you to about 80 million dollars in cap space. 
I, I think that you at least have the conversation. He's that talented of a kid. I'm not saying, hey, turn the card in right now on Brock Bowers. But, I mean, you can't start crossing people really off of this list just yet. Um, so, interesting note, footnote here. Um, so, Kyle Pitts, according to Fishbowl Flash, we got chat. you guys are crushing it in the chat per usual. Kyle Pitts went fourth overall. So it's funny. You guys remember that that draft in, in 2021 when, when Kyle Pitts went fourth overall? Who went right after him? It's weird. Oh, Jamar Chase went right after him and helped the Bengals to go to the Super Bowl. You don't think the Atlanta Falcons would say, whoopsies, we wish we didn't take this kind of injury-prone, oversized, physical, but maybe a little bit underwhelming in his sophomore year tight end? Like Kyle Pitts is a good player. He doesn't do anything for the line to move it for the Atlanta Falcons one way or the other in the win column. Panay Sewell, we'd rather have him. Obviously, we'd rather have Jamar Chase. Micah Parsons, who plays a premium position that went a couple picks later. All his cornerbacks, right? J.C. Horn, Patrick Sertain, Kyle Pitts. And yeah, Kyle Pitts and Brock Bowers, the teams that draft them, they, they deserve each other. They deserve to lose. You can't what, take them that high. What you're doing with, with the Kyle Pitts comp to Brock Bowers is you're spitting in his face. I mean, what? I mean, you Kyle think, Pitts. You think Kyle Pitts is a better, or Brock Bowers is a better prospect than Kyle Pitts? By a lot. I mean, he's going he's gonna to have three legitimate seasons, more than likely. He's going to have three solid seasons where he's approached 1,000 yards receiving and probably double-digit touchdowns, and he's probably played in the college football playoff uh, in all single, all three oh, seasons, maybe on. one national championship. I mean, more than likely, Howie Roseman's going to find a way to get up and get his Georgia Bulldog sure. just like yeah. he does every every draft. But, you have, I mean, he's he's that legit of a playmaker. I, I think you, if you look at the last the last – two Georgia teams and their offense, and they haven't been short on talent on the offensive side of the football. I mean, George Pickens was playing wide receivers for this, for this team, you know, two seasons ago. And Brock Bowers was one of the, the top weapons for, for Stetson Bennett. I just, I can't I, believe you're saying this right now. I just, this, I feel like this goes so against the grain of, of our kinship on this show. And now you've got, <laughs> it's the tank. The tank is embedded into your brain. Uh, let's get to these super chats. Here. Yeah. Topic $64.99. Thank you so much. Friend of the program. I hope, Clayton fools everybody. Clayton Tune, uh, tuning it up. This pre- I hope he does too. I want to watch Clayton Tune. I don't want to watch Colt McCoy. We're going to talk about Colt McCoy later, Bo. But I mean, we're we're two weeks away from really tuning it up, my friend. That's right. Uh, I mean, we'll see. I think that that's the QB two is is a position that the Arizona Cardinals legitimately want the fifth round pick to take stranglehold of this this preseason and training camp and back up Colt McCoy to start the season and, and potentially be QB three uh, when Kyler Murray comes back and and like to be a high end backup quarterback. And we're going to get into the backup quarterback conversation because there was another list that was absolutely absurd and disrespectful, even a Colt McCoy. <laughs> Uh, I, I couldn't believe so it, bad. but we'll get into that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I think we're all rooting for a Clayton tune to, to, for that hype train to leave the, leave the rails. But I just yeah. don't think I, I just want to kind of temper those expectations because of, you know, coming from Houston, being a fifth round pick, you like the skill set, you like the makeup, you like the moxie. I like that when you talk about a quarterback and having moxie, the but kind of his time, you know, what's what kind of his jib? Yeah. It, for him to, to immediately come out of the gates and, and take that starting quarterback role. I just don't think it, that that should be the expectation. I think that that's, that's putting too much on the plate of, of Clayton tune, even though I'm still excited about him. Yeah. Topic 64, another super chat. Thank you so much, my friend Four ninety nine. I hate talking about, we're going to take your JG. shirt costs. I think. And, 
and crew have a decent squad. Topic 64, with every super chat you give us, more money to all future tanks of me to buy for, from Amazon. This is from Amazon, and it legitimately was like $7, and my wife was like, get that out of the house. And I'm like, no, it's for Tank Tuesday, baby. Uh, listen, it's a sensitive topic of, of discussion, right? I like It's fun to talk about draft prospects. We're also very realistic on this show. Cause look at the team, look at the roster, but like Sundays, we're not going to actively root for them to not play well or to lose. Right. We want this team to win because we know this team is led by two people that we have faith in, that we believe in can lead this team beyond this year. It's a little different. Mm-hmm. Everybody and their mom is rooting for Cliff Kingsbury to lose games the end of last year. So, you know, <laughs> he's kind of shown the door with Steve Kime and we can have a new start. So I think we will be optimistic and hopeful and prepared to be surprised, but I mean, topic 64, they have been very, let's just call it lackluster with their approach of building the team for this year. They've they've taken the approach of, we're just going to see what we have in-house. And and some of these position groups are just, I mean, quarterback and defensive line, the two most important positions, in, in my opinion, in, in pro football, are, are bottom of the barrel, barrel right now. Yeah, I, I mean, we'll we'll prove that there's there's worse uh, quarterback situations a little bit, bit later. But no, no doubt about it. There was no sense of urgency to find somebody to fill the void while waiting for Kyler Murray to come back. And, and yeah, the defensive line, which has been such you know an issue for for far too long, and it somehow took a step back. And and that's crazy. And they're gonna have to get production from you know, some unique places that, that nobody in the league is expecting. Uh, right. it, it obviously would be, would be great to say, Hey, you know, Carlos Watkins emerges or a Ben Stilly emerges as, as some guy who went from cast off from their respective franchises, Dallas, Rashad Lawrence. Yeah. Um, Richard Lawrence, for sure. Lucky photo figures it out. Um, you know, th- that's the type of, you know, you're really, really, looking for the ascension of like a seventh round pick type, you know, betting on like that. That's, those are, they're long shots. So yeah. uh, not to say that we're not, you know, ex, you know, we, we'd love to see if somebody can emerge and, and that's a, that's a great type of player to root for, isn't it? Like the true underdog that's going to go and grab a starting spot, not relinquish it. I mean, that's, that's what this okay. is all about this season. And so is, you know, looking at the top 10 of the upcoming draft. I think that that's exciting, especially when you've got two picks in the first round that are viewed right now as potential top five picks. I think we get to November and if this team's struggling, there are going to be a lot of people that are rooting for them to lose out. So they get, a top pick. And then if we get to November and this team has a couple wins, a handful of wins, people are going to be like, yeah, the draft, we can wait till April for that. Let's enjoy what's going on right now. So there, there are different layers to this, this season. We've talked about the layers, but speaking of layers, you can't see right now. I've got my, my sailor boy T on, but you know, I'm rocking underneath. <laughs> I'm not going to expose myself, but the bird dogs, they're barking. Bird dogs making me look good, feel good. They're the stretch khaki shorts and are designed to fit slimmer through this thigh and leg, giving us a, a truly sculpted look. And, and trust me, for my lower body, you know, any, anything you see upper body, it's all cosmetic. It serves no purpose. And then you get to the lower body, it's even worse. So I need Bird Dog to emphasize the muscles that I do have in my legs. It's fantastic. I got a pair recently. I haven't taken them off. They do the exact same thing as Lulu Lululemon. My my wife has a pair, but these yeah. fit way better. Even she's coming like, where did you get those? It's Bird Dog, and it's here to stay. Go to birddog.com 
slash PHNX. We're going to hook you guys up. Enter the promo code PHNX. You get a free Yeti-style tumbler with your mm-hmm. first order. So you get an order, right? Go pick up a pair of Bird Dog shorts, and then they're just going to throw in a tumbler for free. I've got it. It's fantastic. That's Bird Dog, birddogs.com slash PHNX or promo code PHNX for that free Yeti-style tumbler. You will not want – I trust me, take your Bird Dogs off. Your dogs aren't going to be barking when you're wearing bird dogs come out. And uh, when we're at bed MGM, like we were last Friday, come out and wear your bird dogs. It's hot as hell right now in the Valley. Mm-hmm. Let those puppies breathe and uh, check out birddogs.com. Collective sigh of relief. When Johnny announced he wasn't going to expose himself. <laughs> <laughs> that kind of show, baby. You never know. Uh, I've got the joggers. Love the bird dog joggers. They're fantastic. Yeah. As you said, Lululemon, they, like they poached Lululemon's engineer and it's the Keep exact it same uh, yeah. style and, and comfort and even better at a better and more affordable price, especially when, when you're taking advantage of all the stuff that we're going to do with our partnership. Uh, also, we love our partnership with Shady Rays. Why don't you yeah. uh, couple your bird dogs with you know the bottom portion with the top portion, get some Shady Rays. Go with some Shady Rays. They're fantastic. And use that code PHNX. Get 50% off two or more pairs of Shady Rays. They're premium polarized shades. Go to their website. Check out what shades are for you, ShadyRays.com. I mean, they're durable frames. You can tell that as soon as when you pick these up, you're like, man, that is a sturdy set of sunglasses, and they feel just just as is uh, sturdy as any like the ma- main brand, you know, we'll go Bayran, we'll go Folkley's out there. We're not going to actually give them the credit, but they're way better. I mean, I've got I've spent the money on, on those more uh, expensive sunglasses and all they're doing right now is collecting dust because I'm all about Shady Rays. Also, check out their uh, brick and mortar store right now. It's they've got a location in North Scottsdale and Kirlin Co- Commons. You can check out all of their sunglasses try them pick them up try them on for yourself find out which ones you want and then you can log online and save some money while you're purchasing them by using that promo code phnx for 50 percent off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses try for yourself shades rated five stars by two hundred and fifty thousand people shadyrays.com can't believe like some of the deals that pop up for me about shady rays i'm constantly on their website scrolling they've got it's just the the freshest pair of shades i've ever had and like you live in the valley or really anywhere on the West Coast, you gotta have shades year round. It's just it's a it's it's a must. I'm always repping my shady rays. Uh, it was huge pickup. Just like once upon a time, the Arizona Cardinals had a huge pickup. If you remember, uh, what was it, March 1st of 2021, same off season that Kyle Pitts was drafted. The Arizona Cardinals they signed one JJ Watt out of nowhere in free agency. And uh, Bo, you were doing some research earlier today and and it sounds like Watt was almost not a cardinal or had an opportunity to consider pairing with his brother in Pittsburgh. Yeah, so that I mean I think if you remember back to that kind of free agent tour that wasn't very long, he was it was the pre-free agency right, where yeah, he, he was first. yeah, he was cut and, and the Texans kind of did him a favor and that was an amicable, you know, divorce between the two sides and JJ, I think the the Packers were in the conversation. The Steelers were because his brothers were there, and JJ was was pretty transparent when he joined Chris Long's podcast, the Greenlight Podcast, uh, and and said that he considered the Steelers. Uh, but ultimately he didn't want to take away his brother's, you know, maximum earning potential as he was staring down a contract extension that he signed last year. He said, quote, certainly it would have been awesome to play with my brothers. Uh, but TJ was also going through the contract situation there. And the last thing I was going to do was to come and take away money from his 
deal uh what was yeah. what's the nicest thing you've done for any of your siblings because jj <laughs> he he decided not to go asking, to the city you're asking the wrong guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah me too I, I i can't tell you it definitely wasn't hey you go make the maximum amount of money that you possibly can uh jj what better brother than than johnny and myself no doubt I about mean, it we said i i have a sister she lives in iowa you know beautiful family we send gifts at christmas and their birthdays so, you know that's what we do i'm available yeah. if anybody wants to call me but yeah i'm not i'm not you know cutting mortgage checks for anybody uh yeah jj watt better player and better person than i am it's funny though you think back to that free agency period and it's like that came out of nowhere i wasn't even really following watt's journey in free agency because i mean be, be frank with you i like didn't think the cardinals were an option did you i mean i remember all the vegas odds at the time it was like the packers and the steelers and the cowboys right Cardinals were not even in consideration. That's what made the announcement so shocking. We just talked about that defensive line group. I mean, he he came in and solidified it when he played. Like when JJ Watt was healthy and on the field this year and last year, he was every bit the player that that they that they hoped and that they wanted, right? But I think the injury bug took over training camp two years ago. He was already hurt. And then he of course went down and and so did their season two years ago. I mean, when JJ Watt was lost for basically the rest of the regular season around Halloween of, of 2021, that was it, right? Had he stayed healthy, they they unequivocally win the NFC West, and then who knows? But, I mean, I, I think he gave this franchise everything that he had. He was the spokesperson mm-hmm. this year for a really bad season on and off Necessary the field. Necessary spokesperson. Like, him and Bruce yeah. Baker, I mean, they couldn't have survived, really, the off-the-field antics that were going That's on. That's part of what he was paid for, to, like, <laughs> come in and, hey, can you be the face of the franchise because we've got so much – dirty stuff behind the curtain and we just need you to come out and be be the kind of the the mayor of of what's happening right now it's like Derek yeah. Montoya with us he's he's our mayor and he comes and clean cleans up not all even close to the the person that JJ Watt is like far and I mean Sean who works with him on a regular basis can vouch <laughs> yeah. for me and we all like Derek but as far he's a cretin compared to JJ Watt oh, that's, <laughs> JJ, JJ Watt legitimately could could run for public office someday he could, and, yeah and he'd, like win. he'd win tomorrow yeah. no doubt about it and like what I remember from that free agency tour it was like, yeah, you're right. It was like, man, it's a pipe dream. I mean, I was doing a podcast at the time and it was, it was, you felt foolish even like discussing it. Right. But then the, the Deandre Hopkins Photoshop of him and yeah. JJ Watt embracing each other. Somebody had taken when they were both Texans teammates and they put them in the Cardinals uh, black uniform or black Jersey at the time. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, what kind of poll does DeAndre have? I mean, we're, we're going back to a lot better times for Cardinals fans. Uh, yeah. But And then we saw that, you know, J.J. Watt, not only did, did he want to rejoin his, his former teammate in, in DeAndre Hopkins, but part of the reason, you remember what, him saying this, why he, one of the selling points of the Arizona Cardinals was Kyler Murray, quarterback, an up-and-coming signal caller. That intrigued him. It was the team that was on the outside looking in. They'd fallen short. Tell me if you've heard this one. A Cliff Kingsbury team fell short at the end of the season, and they were on the outside looking in at 8-8 eight and eight after you know a, a 2020 season where nobody had real any expectations for this team. And he wanted to be a part of a team on the rise instead of, you know, taking less money. I'm sure he signed for two for 28, I think, ultimately. Uh, And and that was a big factor. I I don't doubt it. But, you know, I think he also wanted to 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 still be a, a big part of a team that was going that needed players to take the next step. It just felt like that season in 2021. Remember when they went to Cleveland, right? And Cliff had COVID. I think Chandler Jones was out. 
and it was Watt, it was Diop, and it was Kyler Murray. Watt beat the holy hell out of Baker Mayfield that day. He looked like the defensive player of the year again. Hopkins had that catch-and-run touchdown. Murray outdueled Baker Mayfield again. The Browns were mm-hmm. coming off a playoff season, and it was just like, oh, this is going to be a special season for the Cardinals. And then Watt subsequently just his injury came out of nowhere, and then what happened? Kyler got hurt, and DeAndre got hurt. And that was the season in a nutshell, right? They limped to the finish line. And, and the rest is history. But I mean, I have fond memories of that that time period. And, and again, it's going to be a hot minute since the Cardinals are able to kind of corks a free agent signing of that magnitude again, that they're going to yeah. be an attractive destination. I don't think we're too far away from it. I mean, we've had folks from John Costco and company from PFF on the show saying like, you know, if they have an opportunity to trade for a superstar, depending on who their quarterback is and their contract situation, like they'll be in that market again. Everything yeah. is cyclical in the NFL. I mean, look at the Niners, right? They, they had to pay all these players, but then they hit on Brock Purdy so they can go out and sign Javon Hardgrave. Uh, money talks, and people want to live in the East Valley. People want to live in Arizona. People want to live. It's a, Phoenix is a destination city, in my opinion. It's not the sports city that a lot of people make it out to be. It's It's got diehard fans. We know it. We live it every day here at gophnx.com. And, and players are smart enough, like J.J. Watt, to see that. And there'll be a new rendition of that eventually down the line. But, I mean, it's the complete opposite of what the Cardinals are doing right now. It's like they like J.J. Watt would never consider the Cardinals hypothetically right now in the, in the situation that they're in. And that's why th- this is a tough spot for this franchise. Yeah, it's tough. And it's 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 really hard to dig yourself out of this hole. It seems like right. they're, they're in a, even a better position to do so and, you know, you bring up an interesting point, like, could they trade for a player of that caliber? And I think that that might be more likely than them going out and, and signing a free agent. It just sure. seems like what this team really, truly wants to do is draft and develop. And they're not going to be fooled by who hits free agency. Like, I think that this is not going to be a team that's ever going to make headlines during the free agent period of the NFL offseason. It just doesn't feel like that's how Monty Austin Fort wants to to build his team. Like there's, there might be some outliers, like, like every other po- like off season, somebody just couldn't come to terms with his previous club and they, they couldn't iron out a new deal and, and that's the way they go. But uh, it, it, yeah, I mean, it, it's, it's insane. Like, I mean, th- you bring up the Ertz thing and you know, maybe we, we're just effing better. Right. And we've got it on a t-shirt at PHNX. It was, it was unbelievable. It was. And like they just pulled off the trade for Zach Hertz. He joins the team in Cleveland. He's riding. He's sitting next to Kyler on the plane ride home. Learning the plays. Learning the playbook. It's like, and people forget all about it. Like, and that was. Has a touchdown the next week against Houston. Catch and run. Watt and Hopkins have a great day. And that was it. Well, yeah. I mean, poor J.J. Watts' arm exploded that game. I mean, it was against his He played the whole game, though. He did, but we find out pretty much his arm shredded. It was absolutely shredded, and somehow he miraculously makes his way back for the the brutal playoff game. Uh, But it was – who knew? I mean, that was absolutely insane. It was. It was crazy. Now, I you mentioned – quickly, the next offseason, is there a defensive lineman that you could trade for if this class is not what you would think, I think there is. I think there's a defensive lineman. Depending on what happens with the with the New York Jets, I, I would say Quinn Williams is a, is a guy to keep an eye on. He's due a big contract. He's not been paid yet. He was not drafted by that by that regime, right? I, I think they would rather keep him. But if he prizes himself out, that that's the kind of player the Cardinals need. They need a budding mid twenties all star defensive tackle. And if if there's not one in free agency, 
and they don't find one in the draft, if they if they deem it an you know an underwhelming defensive lineman class again at defensive tackle, that's the one position because I I think you know call me crazy I I really like Marco Wilson I don't think Gannon in his mindset is let's draft a bunch of top corners I think he he likes a ragtag group like he had in Philadelphia they put emphasis on offensive and defensive line play and they I think they've got a nice pipeline now on the offensive line you just you can't replicate the talent that you need at defensive tackle you can't scheme it right you can scheme a lot of other positions at the end of the day for 17 weeks do you have a big heavy three technique and five technique this team does not right now so I, I think history could repeat itself. It's the same thing they've been facing every offseason since Calais Campbell left this franchise. They yeah. need another defensive lineman. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I'm I'm not as I don't buy too much into the ragtag. I think that he can take, you know, slots and, you know, uh nickel and dime corners and, and make them really solid NFL players. But I mean he, look Terry Slay is really good. He's a really good cornerback. So I mean, you can you can piece together a secondary in an offseason. Sure. You can, you I, I mean, you can, you can elevate, agent. you can elevate that room with one yeah. acquisition. No doubt about it. I mean, yeah. it, even if we, we look at, you know, in the previous segment, if you just join us, we looked at, you know, prospects outside of Marvin Harrison Jr. And Caleb Williams and Kool-Aid McKinstry out of, out of Alabama could be a guy right there that, that takes that room and elevates it. Marco Wilson well, they, looks a lot better as CB2 instead of CB1. Uh, Howard Balls are on our Friday show. Go check it out if you haven't seen it. Said he thinks Christian Matthews is going to play a lot this year. They're going to see what they have in the the X six rounder from last year. You've got Garrett Williams, who's coming off injury, who should be back sooner rather than later. And then every everybody's favorite, Marco Wilson, I think is going to have his best year as a pro. You've got bodies and options now. How many good options? That remains to be seen. I just I can't I can't say very many good things about the defensive tackle group. I just can't. Yeah. And if it, like if they ever see me, I'm sure they're going to throw me around like a rag doll because I, I dog <laughs> on this group almost as much as I do Isaiah Simmons. But I mean, like Lecky Fo2 is a backup. Rashad Lawrence is, is talented, but he's he's hurt all the time. Everybody else is they're a bunch of Jags. They're a bunch of just the guys right now. They they don't have that Geno Atkins, you know, Aaron Donald-esque, Fletcher Cox-esque defensive lineman. They just and they've had they had it for so long. Yeah. The docket passed the baton to Calais, and you had like mm. 12 years of uninterrupted ass kickers at that position. Then you had a little bit of Watt, and that's been it. I know. One it's of my favorite Cardinals of all time. Oh, yeah. my God. Easily. Remember back in Easily. like the infancy stages of, of social media, he took like a shower. <laughs> he like a shower. I I, my wife bought a, 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 a number 90 jersey. It's the only Cardinal jersey she's ever bought. Oh, man. He was, he was elite. He's one of the like – I don't know if he'll ever, he's not in the ring of honor, but I mean, he's certainly in the conversation. Like, mm, is it, we retired a Cardinal, but yeah. that, that trio of him, Fitzgerald and Carlos Dansby in that draft. I mean, it's the greatest draft in the history of the franchise and Dan, Dansby from Auburn and, and Dockett from Florida state. I mean, just perennial powers. And then, and then Fitz was the outlier cause he went to Pittsburgh, but yeah. I mean, it just, it shows you Cardinals like take big time prospects from these blue chip programs when they're hot. And guess what? These guys are going to be good in the NFL. And yeah. they just like, they took a, like a decade and a half off of doing that. And they screwed around and and went to Tulsa and some other schools. Yeah. And it's like the mentality of like, just remember listening to Darnell Dockett talk about winning one-on-one battles and just yeah. how he would just out physical the offensive lineman ahead of him. And it just opened up so much for his teammates. And he wasn't all about like stats and all he was, he was about getting paid, no doubt about it, but and, and deservedly so, but man, it, it was just a different era. And especially when you look at 
the, the void. You mentioned it, you know, since Clay is Campbell, and it used to be such a proud, proud front set. Like Cardinals, they, they weren't known for a lot, but you know, for a while they they at least were solid in some key spots as far as the front seven go. I mean, I think I saw somebody mention Eric Swan, Bucky Bird, absolutely long time ago, throwing back to the late nineties and Eric Swan. Uh, but nine zero as far as playing the teeth of that defense, man, he'd get it done. It's crazy. They had, they had Dockett and they had Dansby, but they didn't have a traditional pass rush. Got to the Super Bowl anyway. Dockett with, I mean, he had three sacks against Ben Roethlisberger in the Super Bowl. Unbelievable. Uh, what else is unbelievable? The deals coming from Circle K right now. If you haven't seen them right, first of all, it's a hundred thousand degrees outside, and everybody needs straight to stay. day over one ten. Yeah. Yeah, it's great though. I love it. I love it so much because I'm hydrated with my friends at Circle K. So excited to partner with Circle K. Check out your local Circle K coffee, beer, snack selection, premium gas, not a premium price, literally filled up before the show at a Circle K. I filled up my shameless flex here, my extra large SUV. It was under 60 bucks at Circle K right now. Fantastic. Make sure you're not missing out on all the great stuff they've got going on right now. Text PHNX, by the way. To 31310. That's 31310 PHNX to join their exclusive SMS subscriber club. And you're going to get hooked up with a buy one, get one free 32 ounce Polar Pop. Trust me, as an avid user, you cannot beat it. Head to circlek.com slash store locator. That's circlek.com slash store locator to find a Circle K nearest to you. Not only do you have to go get the, you know, ice cold polar pops at Circle K, like you have to, it with 110 for, you know, the 11th straight day here in the Valley of the Sun, you, the mindset has to be cold, refreshing. And even when it comes to your gummies, get in on OG brands, OG's brands, pink lemonade. I mean, it's synonymous, pink lemonade, a nice ice cold glass of pink lemonade is synonymous with the summer heat. Why not check out their pink lemonade gummy? It's unbelievable. It's here. It dropped at the end of last month. It's fresh. It's tangy lemon. It's a hint of red berry, and it's got that sugar that you love with your lemonade. It's here to help flavor your summer. OG's all about flavoring life, and you got to get in on it if you haven't already. Check out all their products, ogsbrands.com. That's ogsbrands.com. They got something. They got the fruits. They've got the creams. They've got the pink lemonades. They've got all the flavors that you crave plus they got stuff that are just going to plain help you have a better life how about their sleep edition gummy it's aqua berry flavored it's going to help put you to sleep keep you asleep you're up there it's it's too hot to sleep well not any longer og's brands even has a solution for that check out their mixed bags figure out if you like the fruits or the creams better the watermelon versus the blackberries and cream the orange cream sickle versus you know peach find out which gummies are geared up towards you or just dabble in the uh if, if you know variety is the spice of your life well check out those mixed bags and keep continue to buy them from your local dispensaries because that's where you can find og's brands they're in your local dispensary got to be 21 years or older of course to purchase their products also, follow them on your socials as well, at OG's Brands. That's OG's Brands and ogsbrands.com. Did you see the supplemental draft went down today? Nobody got picked. The two wide receivers people were talking about, uh, the one out of Purdue and the other out of Jackson State, both went unclaimed, Johnny. Well, Purdue receivers should not be drafted. Um, <laughs> that's, that's my number one takeaway from that. Uh, no, I mean, they're free agents. They can sign with anybody. Uh, and it's Jalen Thompson holds the candle right now as the last drafted player in the supplemental draft until further notice. I I'm glad it's back. Um, but receiver, I mean, it's not a position the Cardinals necessarily needed. They need everything, but I mean, they can, they can wait until next off season. They're going to see what they have. But again, if, if there have been like a defensive lineman 
that was interesting. I would I would have been sniffing around. Cardinals have like a million picks next year. It's great. They're going to be able to to add a surplus of talent in this team. And something tells me, Bo, that Monty's not ready to dip in, into that 401k yet for next April. No, it, it, he didn't want to burn a pick. And if you, you kind of look at some of the guys that were, that were taken, Malachi Weidman, uh, you had Milton out of Purdue. Mm-hmm. As far as how they stack up, it just wasn't somebody that neither of these prospects uh, really kind of were in the conversation of, you know, guys who are going to be even in the fifth, sixth round. Like he didn't even want to burn one of those uh, and was going to take their chances potentially, even if they, at this point, when they're street free agents, uh, to join their team. So intriguing, obviously, receivers with size. And all we've seen since Monty Ossifort stepped in uh, as Cardinals general managers, that's what he likes from the position. But do these guys have what they want? And when you look at the supplemental draft, I mean, these are guys that likely fell out of favor with their college program uh, between, you know, draft season and, and between in the start of the next regular season. That's not good. That That's a red flag, I think, for most yeah. organizations. Uh, and a guy like Jalen Thompson was able to overcome that, you know, coming out of Washington State. And he's he's got he's had an unbelievable career. And then you look at, you know, I think if the rules were different in the NFL, you know, Josh Gordon probably would be better off in this day and age of NFL, obviously, with his, his, the reasons that took him off the field. But, you know, still got banged and was off the field. He was another supplemental guy, but it's it's not an exact science. It, I mean, you think the NFL draft is tough. The supplemental draft is is definitely a, a risk that you're taking on, on selecting players. Cardinals don't draft particularly well, but man, can they draft the safety position? Tyron, <laughs> Matthew, Adrian Wilson, Antrell Wartroll when he moved to safety, Buddha and Jalen. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a pretty good hit rate. Rashad Johnson once upon a time. Uh, yeah. If we only replicate that at about five other spots, we'll be in good shape. Uh, one of those might be quarterback at some point, especially right now, because Kyler Murray's hurt. So that means Colt McCoy is presumably going to start for this team. And and I would, if you would have asked me, Bo, like where does Colt McCoy rank? Not in quarterbacks, but like the hierarchy of backups. Because we know PFF put him like one of the worst quarterbacks, starting quarterbacks in the NFL, which that's yeah. fine. It's not going to make me upset. But like backup wise, I would say he probably, probably top 20 backup, right? Probably top. 17 18 backup well some folks say no 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 that's way too high and we think he is ass (laughs) i I saw this list it was pro football network put this out oh nice Uh, i i I don't i I can't wrap my head around this but this is the pro football network at pff 365 who are the nfl's best backup quarterbacks and what uh bucket do they fall in Here's your clipboard, uh, clipboard holder. Exciting but inconsistent. Bucket one. That's your, I guess, quintessential backup. Bus driver. Buck two. Bucket two. Young unknown. Bucket three. Or Carson Wentz is bucket four. And if you're wondering where Colt McCoy landed on this list, as Johnny kind of said, you know, he'd probably be, in his opinion, in the top half. No, no, no. You got to go all the way to the end of this list and the uh, third to last. Colt McCoy at 30th overall, only behind Mason Rudolph, who fell out of favor in Pittsburgh, and Matt Corral out of uh, Ole Miss, who missed his entire rookie season because of a knee injury, is 32nd overall. Colt McCoy, I, I mean, this is a this is astounding to me. Like, I, I can't believe this list. I, I, I'm not <laughs> asking for Colt McCoy to be at the top of this or even top five, but to put him 30th and to put some of these just – 
shit box quarterbacks ahead of Colt McCoy. It's just, it continues to show that nobody's paying attention. Like I, Carson Wentz is 29th. He's ahead of him. Teams won't touch Carson Wentz. Zach Wilson hasn't played football in the same stratosphere as Colt McCoy in his first two seasons in the NFL. Drew Locke, who's ahead of him at uh, 27th, didn't even sniff the field last season. I know Geno Smith emerged, but he couldn't even come close to him in the preseason. Like, no, Drew Locke isn't even close to that. Uh, maybe Cooper Rush, I'll give him a maybe. Kyle Trash is, or I, I misspoke there, but it's Kyle Trask. He is <laughs> Kyle Trash. And that pretty much makes my point. Skylar Thompson, another guy, I'll give a maybe, okay. Uh, PJ Walker was a great story, but he fell apart, not cons- nearly as consistent as Colt. Joshua Dobbs, sure. Sam Ellinger, hell no. Blaine Gabbert. Could be, but he hasn't played since his Cardinal days. Malik Willis is garbage. Jared Stidham hasn't shown it. Hennon Hooker has been injured, hasn't played a game at the NFL level, and he's probably he's almost the same age as Colt. I have to double-check that. You got Mike White, might have been the best quarterback for the Jets last season. Bailey, so this is interesting. 15 through 7. This is the most absurd run of the of the entire list. Bailey Zappi, Mitchell Trubisky, Marcus Mariota, Tara Taylor, Davis Mills, Teddy Bridgewater, who's unemployed, Sam Darnold, Tyler Huntley, uh, couldn't win with Baltimore, Gardner Minshew, all less uh, maybe delicious ham sandwiches than Colt McCoy, like all of them. I can I can say that definitively. Jameis Winston, sure. Will Levis, Trey Lance, fuck no. Andy Dalton, LOL. And then Jacoby Brissett, probably, but just because he's younger. These are interesting buckets. The Pro Football Network, you're in the shit bucket because this is just <laughs> one of the worst things I've seen since Will Brinson put out his quarterback tears. Did you partner with Will from CBS <laughs> to put this together? <laughs> Pull Colt McCoy. Listen, I did not want to come on the show and defend Colt McCoy today. I, right. I think he's too old. He's broken. I don't want him starting for my team this year, but I'm, I'll be completely objective, transparent. Like, this is a joke. Like, Colt McCoy won games in the NFL the last two years. Zach Wilson, I think, is going to be out of football in about 18 months, right? Right. He's got an opportunity to be one of the biggest busts in recent memory. Carson Wentz may be done with football. Who knows? Nobody's touched Carson Wentz. If Colt McCoy was cut tomorrow, teams would bring him in just to say, hey, come in, be a good soldier. Because what I think what this is, is trying to do, I'm not making excuses for this list. I think it's like, who's a backup with upside that could come in and like, if if they caught fire could lead you. And it's like, that's not what a backup is right now. It's like, can, can a guy win like two or three games? That's what Colt McCoy can do. He can come right. in and be a placeholder, a pinch hitter while you're, while your starters coming back from injury. But it's like, they're, they're looking at this Hendon hooker. Hendon hooker might be a starter at some point in the NFL. We don't know yet though. You're basing that all on Tennessee tape, Tennessee one season, one season, right? Marcus Mariota legitimately quit on the Falcons last year. Said I, they they were like, we're gonna move on to Desmond Ritter. He's like, I quit the team, and they're like, above Colt McCoy. Above That's Colt what you McCoy. want from your backup, right? Hey, you're I a backup. Quit. I'm no, out of here. No thanks. <laughs> I mean, Teddy Teddy Bridgewater. I mean, I I would. They're about the same player. He and Colt McCoy are about about the same player. I mean, how many of these guys would I would I want over Colt McCoy? God, it's like digging through the trash. It's like going through the trash in your backyard and you're, and you're looking for something edible here. I mean, Jacoby Brissett, we all wanted because of Drew Petzing, but like we've looked some at some advanced metrics this off season, Bo, he's fine. I mean, he'll, he'll probably get a, a run on play, but they're going to start Sam Howell. So I don't want Andy Dalton. Trey Lance is a, a mega, butt. Get, what is Trey Lance done? He's not anything. He's third <laughs> string. He's not even the, he's the backup to Sam Darnold. He's, this isn't the third string power rankings. 
Will Levis is going to be a huge bust. We already talked about that. Jameis will be fun. Heineke's interesting. Minshew, you know, they should have thrown him a bone. I just, come on. This, this is such a dumb list. Get out of here. Like, we, we, have, we have reached the peak of the mountaintop for offseason stupidity with these lists recently. Can we just, can we put them in a bonfire and be done with them? I, I think it's hilarious that the backup quarterback rankings and, and you point out that Marcus Mariota was was made backup and he just said, ah, I'm fucking quitting. <laughs> There's no way. I'm not even gonna accept your backup. Thirteenth overall. He's got he's got Moxie. We love right. Moxie. Remember those years at Oregon? Yeah, let's put him thirteenth. Mitchell Trubisky just could he can't he can't do anything at the NFL level. Hasn't he proven like he can't do anything at all uh and and they're gonna say oh he's ahead of colt mccoy he's three and three as a starter the last two seasons and and they're gonna have drew lock he might does he even have three wins to his his resume in his nfl career zach wilson probably doesn't right i mean kyle trask has not seen the field he is i I will be shocked if if he even if he wins out in this brutal quarterback competition in tampa bay this is i i just like like we've been pointing out like the national media is just not paying attention to the Cardinals. They no, just threw fine. Colt McCoy on there just because they had to have a somebody from the Cardinals on this list. That's fine. That's like I don't I don't need recognition for Colt McCoy. Like I'm not we're not gonna sit here and pound the table for him. By the way, Blaine Gabbert, Blaine Gabbert is legitimately one of the worst draft picks in, in modern NFL history. And without Bruce Arians, he is not an NFL player. He no. he got he got in, enshrined with Bruce Arians and the Tom Brady gravy boat, gravy train, and then like and is going to ride that into the sunset. And God love him. He was drinking White Claws with Brady at that Super Bowl parade, <laughs> and he and he has made that into a career. He is he is an awful player. He's just yeah. so bad without Bruce Arians. Col- Colt McCoy won games in the NFC West on the road with Cliff Kingsbury. Think about that for a second. Without DeAndre Hopkins, right. went into Seattle and into San Francisco through multiple touchdowns with Cliff Kingsbury and beat Kyle Shanahan and Pete Carroll. Nobody else on this list did that. And I, I don't want Colt McCoy to start for my team this September, but those are facts. Yeah. Sean, you got something? Um, I know, like, aren't Will Levis and Malik Willis not both on the Titans right now? Right. They, they both that's, that's why this list is dumb. <laughs> right. <laughs> And one more point. I mean, Gabbert, I'm back in his Cardinals days, and I remember local media trying to to really spit shine that turd oh, and, and tell me that he was going to, you know, Bruce Bruce Arians, the king of hyperbole, said he's the best third string quarterback in the league. Which I mean, <laughs> I love my God. He's I remember, awesome. I remember Blaine Gabbert was we. I was covering the team at the time, and they were playing in the Hall of Fame game. So the team got yeah. had five preseason games, Johnny, and yeah. Blaine Gabbert was was given the starting nod in the Hall of Fame game. And he was years into his NFL career off, after being the 10th overall selection in Jacksonville and busting there and, and acting like starting in the Hall of Fame game was an honor. And I'm like, what, dude, what are you talking about? That, that, that game, that should be reserved for somebody who's never played in the NFL before. Like, they, be they're, you're starting in that game because they don't want a single thing to happen to Carson Palmer or Drew Stanton. That's great, isn't it? You were drafted – what 11th overall by the Jags to to save their franchise and you imploded. I just Colt McCoy was what a third round pick of the Browns and has started, had a really nice NFL career. I think it's going to end this year. I think this is going to be his last year in the NFL. Clayton tune, tune me up. I want to see it. We're two weeks away from training camp. 
I want that. I will try to manifest it. Bo will be the wet blanket because he'll be a practice every day, and he'll see that that Clayton Tune right now is not as good as Colt McCoy. But we're all trying to manifest that in the reality because that that is interesting. Colt McCoy, for better or worse, like we know what we're getting with 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 Colt McCoy. We also know what we're getting, Bo, with GoPHNX.com. Become a diehard. Pick up a diehard membership for the entire year. Cop a free hat and or shirt in the process. Every single year you're a diehard. You can get a free piece of merch from the PHNX Merchandise Locker. We've got new gear coming out for PHNX Cardinals this year, but do not wait. Tons of quality stuff right now on top of Cardinals. We've got Suns gear repping for this October. Diamondbacks are in full swing en route to the postseason. They've got the Rookie of the Year. they got the NL All-Star Starter. And my man, Zach, pick up some gear right now. Go PHNX.com, the Merchandise Locker. Become a diehard. Perfect time, my friends, to become a diehard. This is my man to my right is going to be putting out exclusive content for Arizona Cardinal training camp that you can only get as a part of the member discord with PHNX Cardinals. Clips, highlights, nuggets on the roster and the depth chart that we won't even share on this show, but you got to be a diehard at gophnx.com, Bo. Galentine's Day at the All-Star Game. That's that's pretty amazing. Our guys over at PHNX D-backs, you guys are doing a post-game show, right? Yes, sir, we are. Absolutely. And you could get, actually, if you wanted to right now, you could probably get exclusive access to the Discord, which is in Fuego all the time to all the shows. Uh, you got to become a diehard today. Uh, whoever made that list was overserved. You'll never get overserved, of course, over at our friends at Four Peaks. We love Four Peaks. Four Peaks, obviously synonymous with the Valley of the Sun. It's been around for 25 years, just like the D-backs since 1998. They've been brewing at an elite level. Check them out for yourself. H Street and Tempe, the OG location. Of course, they've got one in the terminal at Sky Harbor. And, of course, you can pick up a six-pack, 12-pack, your favorite Four Peaks beer your local grocery store, your Circle K. Don't miss out on un- all their unbelievable brews. Of course, they've got the Rattle on a- Red Ale. They've got the Redbird Lager that's going to be uh, flowing at the uh, Sundays that we're out there tailgating at the um, Bet MGM Sportsbook. Check them out online as well, your socials, at Four Peaks Brew and at Four Peaks Pub. Get the latest from Arizona's premier craft brewery. Go there, have a great meal, have some great beer entrees, appetizers, desserts. You can't go wrong at Four Peaks. Got to be 21 years or older. And, of course, we ask that you drink responsibly. Yeah, it's uh, gearing up for training camp 2023. Dates are announced, open practices. We will be at as much as we can here at PHNX Cardinals as we've got three preseason games to cover. Two at home, one on the road. You want to be hanging out with us at BetMGM Sportsbook every single opportunity that you can, every single football sunday this fall myself bo brock we will be there for you watching the redbirds for better or worse and in the meantime subscribe to the phnx cardinals podcast wherever you get your podcast bo like this video subscribe to phnx sports on youtube quickly approaching fifteen thousand followers subscribers here on youtube bo and it's 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 the calm before the storm so to speak for the 2023 season i can't wait yeah, it's going to be elite. I mean, all the coverage we've seen from the Summer League, from our crew over at PHNX Suns in Vegas, it's been top-notch. It's going to continue as you gear up for the 2023 NFL season with us at PHNX Cardinals. Do not want to miss a moment. Make sure you set your, uh, your, your subscription on YouTube for alerts. So anytime we go live, 
you don't miss out on it because it's going to be kind of an uneven, obviously, training kit schedule. So make sure you, you know you're following along on our socials at phnext underscore cardinals. That means Twitter, Instagram, threads now, uh, and you'll know when we're going to go live. But uh, next time we're scheduled to go live is going to be tomorrow, 4 o'clock, right here on PHNX Sports. For Johnny Venerable, producer Sean, I'm Bo Brock. Have a great rest of your Tuesday. We'll talk to you soon.